I bring you greetings from the Bethel Emanuel Temple Church of God in Christ, located in 106-23-154, Jamaica, New York, where our bishop and pastor is Bishop Curtis Bernard Sexton. I am Elder Andy Smith, and I serve as the assistant pastor for the Bethel Emmanuel Temple Church of God in Christ. Again, our bishop is Bishop Curtis Bernard Sexton. He's the prelate for the Guyana Ecclesiastical Jurisdiction along with Suriname. If you don't have a church home and you want to visit, you're in the area, stop by and visit with us. Yes, we're located 106-23, 154th Street, Jamaica. Jamaica, New York. We, we're glad to have you all here with us. We bless God for you, Sister Jennifer, uh, Brother Robert Dingle. We bless God for you all joining in with us. God bless you, uh, um, Deacon Hatcher. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. God is still worthy. God is worthy of all the praise. I love you too, Angie. <laughs> my beautiful daughter, Angeline is here. God bless you all. And I am excited. I am very excited about God and what God is doing in this time. I am more excited about the power of God. It's amazing how just a few days ago, on last week, Tuesday, there was a storm that passed through and it passed through for just a few minutes maybe an hour i'm not certain of the exact time but in those few moments or maybe an hour the destruction that came after it the destruction that came and right after that storm passed the sun was shining there was destruction and the sun was shining. That is the power and the magnificence of our God. And the power and the magnificence of our God let me know that in any moment, everything can be taken away. But don't you love just how good God is in the midst of all of the turmoil, how he protects his own? How he guides his own. The very thing that could have destroyed the things that God has blessed you with. God allowed it to move to the side and not affect you directly. God is so awesome. He is so great. He is so kind. And he is magnificent. I'm getting excited and I haven't even started yet. But I just want you to know that the God that you serve, God is so worthy and he deserves your praise. He deserves your adoration on today and every day of your life. If you can just look back over your life and see where God has brought you from, you will get excited just because every time the songwriter said, if I look at my good days and I start to look at my bad days, I realize that my good days outweigh my bad days and I won't come complain. I won't complain. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the goodness of God, and I'm excited to have you with us, uh, our local family, the Bethel Emmanuel Temple Church of God in Christ. 
our virtual family, those of you watching um, via the live broadcast, and our global family, those of you watching all over the world and in the Bahamas and the Caribbean, we bless God for you for Guyana and Suriname. We bless God for you all. We bless God for you just being here with us as we delve into a time in the Word of God. Hallelujah. God is still worthy. And, and no matter what it is that's going on in your life, he is yet, yet worthy. He's worthy of all praises and he's worthy of all the thanks. If you would, I need you to take your Bibles. Get your Bibles and I want you to go into a very familiar patches of scripture. I want you to go into the book of Luke, the 15th chapter. And we're going to read from the 11th down to the 19th. Luke 15, 11 through 19. Hallelujah. Luke 15, uh, we're going to read from verses 11, cascading down to verse 19. Hallelujah. And it reads as thus. And he said a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that followed to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the young son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there wasted his substance in riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land and began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into the fields to feed the swine. And he would have feed, feed it and fill his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. And no man gave to him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants have my father? Have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. Bow your heads with me in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you. God, we bless you, God, because we know that you hear us always, God. God, we know there's never been a time, God, that you've spoken and your people have not been spoken to. There's never been a time, God, that you've touched and your people have not been touched, God. So, God, you speak and your people would have been spoken to. God, you touch and your people would have been touched, God. Father God, we give you glory and we give you praises, God. Father God, we thank you for clarity of thought, God, and clarity of speech, God. God, let your word go forth with power and precision, God, like a scalpel in the hands of a surgeon, God. God, you said in Isaiah 55 and 10, God, that your word would be bread to the eater and it would be seed to the sower, God. God, we thank you right now, God. Let everything that 
let his hand be fall to the ground and die, God. But everything that is from you, Father God, let it find root in the hearts of your hearers, God. Father God, and let it spring forth some 30, some 60, and some 100 fold, and in the end, eternal life, God. God, we give you glory, Father God. So let the words of our mouth, God, and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight, God, because you are our strength and our redeemer. Let the people of God say, Amen and Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God is worthy. God is worthy. The summary of the book of Luke. The date and place is about 80, 58 to 63. The place is unknown. The author is Luke, the beloved physician. He was a Jew and perhaps a Lucius of, of Rome. If so, he was related to Paul. The theme of Luke, Jesus is Jehovah's ideal man. Hence, dependent upon the Father, a friend of the outcasts, a compassionate and neighborly one. There are 38 sections in Luke not found in the other gospel. There are six miracles, 10 parables, and 22 discourse and incidents. The statistics of Luke. Luke is the 42nd book of the Bible. It has 24 chapters, 1,151 verses, 25,944 words, 165 questions, 9 Old Testament prophecies, and 54 New Testament prophecies, 938 verses of history, 118 fulfilled and 103 unfulfilled prophecies. Here is the summary of Luke. As we look around today and this very time, we can see things that have happened during this pandemic. There are things that we would have been used to at this very time of the year. And because of the pandemic, there doesn't seem to be that same excitement. Can I speak to you a while about what is happening now, what would have been happening at this time? Most of us are familiar uh, and get an excitement about the NBA and our NBA team. Yes, this is a time where we will be starting the NBA uh, playoffs and, and people are excited about their teams. They're excited about what their teams are going to do. They're excited about winning a championship. There's a lot of trash talking going on between you and another person in regards to the team that you follow. Because it would be the time of a playoff. Uh, yes, and I can recall even growing up some of the greats in the NBA uh, um, arena. Some of the greats like Wilt Chamberlain and, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, uh, um, Michael Jordan, and the likes of ones like Kobe Bryant and Sean Kemp and the Diesel. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal was one of the most dominant centers to play the game. 
he had so much of an intimidating power, defenders had to make a choice whether or not they were going to stay there or they were going to be humiliated with grave pain. Ah, that was Shaquille O'Neal. And then there was the likes of uh, the dream, Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem Olajuwon had a, a great ability to get on the court. And when his movement came to the defender, he could def he can freeze a defender, a defender in the time. Right in time, he can freeze a defender based on how he was playing. And he would freeze them and then politely go under their arm to a layup. That was Akeem the dream. And after he has frozen that defender in time, he had the ability to turn around with a smirk on his face and look at the defender that has been frozen in time. That was Akeem the dream. He was really polite as he's going down court after he has put a move on you and you are on the floor. And, and there was the likes of who we call Mr. Fundamental himself. Mr. Fundamental was Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, there was nothing fancy about Tim Duncan. He was just a fundamentally sound forward. He, one of the greatest forwards to ever play the game. He was just fundamentally sound. The one thing that you can always say about Tim Duncan is when he was about to go and make a shot that the bank was always open. Tim Duncan always had the keys to the bank because he had one of the deadliest bank shot. His shot would always make it in off the backboard and into the rim. That was Tim and Duncan. Uh, there are many other great basketball players that I can name and their attributes to the game or their contributions to the game. But there was this one player, uh, this one player that drove me up the wall uh, because uh, traditionally I am a Los Angeles Laker. But this, there was this one player that did something to me. And, and he had an ability uh, to handle the ball very well. To this day, I questioned some of the calls that were made. But he handled the ball very well. He was a great scorer. But I'm talking about the likes of one Mr. Allen Iverson. The reason why I'm talking about Allen Iverson, he had so many uh, um, records, but he did not win a championship. But one of the things about Allen Iverson was that he had a mean crossover. Allen Iverson had a mean crossover. And if you would say it in the Caribbean way, he had a wicked crossover. Allen Iverson had a wicked crossover. This guy had the ability to have his defender fake them in one direction and then cross over to the other side, leaving that defender frozen in time and making his shot. This was known in the NBA world as the broken ankle moment. Allen Iverson had a broken ankle movement for many of players that defended him. Because he knew how to handle his crossover. Allen Iverson was very good at his crossover. Now, 
The broken ankle was not a literal term. It was figurative to the fact that when, when he's finished with you, the defender was left on the floor as if their ankles were broken. Now, when we look at it, we find out that it's very hard uh, to defend the crossover. And for many people, even though they did not break their ankles, a lot of them sprained their ankles. And, and they sprained their ankles. And it really prompted me to look into how ankle sprains occur. An ankle sprain occurs often when a foot suddenly twists or rolls, forcing the ankle joint out of its normal position during physical activities. The ankle may twist inward as a result of a sudden or unexpected movement. The ankle usually twists inward as a result of a sudden or a unexpected movement. This causes one or more ligaments around the ankle to stretch or to tear. Needless to say, it is a very painful experience. Sudden and unexpected movement is what can cause a very painful experience. This helps me to understand what a defender must have been dealing with when defending Allen Iverson. The defender was a, had made a premature commitment and focus, all of his energy, in one direction, not preparing himself for the hurt that he was about to experience. Let me say that again. The defender prematurely committed and focused all of his energies in one direction, not preparing for the hurt he was about to experience. After Allen Iverson crossed over to the opposite direction, there was a premature misplaced focus that caused an embarrassing movement for the defender. My brothers and sisters, it's safe to say that Allen Iverson's crossover was a matter of misplaced focus and timing. Allen Iverson's crossover was a matter of misplaced focus and timing. May I submit to you today that timing is everything. But timing can cost you everything. May I submit to you that timing is everything. But timing can cost you everything. I'm going to say it again. Timing is everything, but timing can cost you everything. Moving in alignment with God's timing is essentially everything. But moving outside of God's timing will cost you everything. If you're moving your timing and not God's timing, it can cost you everything. The timing of God has its manifested purpose. Uh, it is attached to every move in your life. Your timing is everything. That has a design purpose for your life. Now, if you move in God's timing, the design purpose for your life will be revealed. I want to say to you again, my brothers and sisters, that timing is everything. Timing is everything. Now, when we look at the text, the text brings us to a household featuring a wise father. 
a wise father that had two sons. There is no mention of the mother in this text. But the father is clearly a man of great wisdom. He is also a man of great accomplishment. We read the text and find that this wise father a, was a well, he had a well-ran establishment. I want to say that. He had a well-ran establishment. He had people employed. It is my belief that the wise father was one, a builder. This wise father was a builder. He worked hard to establish what he had. He was a builder not only of things, but he was a builder of people. He was a builder. He worked hard to establish everything that he had. He was not only a builder of things, but he was a builder of people. Number two, I believe that the wise father was a cultivator. He ensured that the effectiveness of what he established. He ensured the effectiveness of what he established. He was a cultivator. Moving a cart and putting a, a, a cart from one direction to another is just one thing. But putting wheels on a wagon and, wagon and moving more than the things that you can move on a cart makes you a, a cultivator and makes things move in a better uh, uh, um, scheme of things. Things move along quickly when you are a cultivator. You are not just looking at where things are. You are making sure that things can move along at a better pace and a more efficient Page. This father was a builder and he was a cultivator. He was also a sustainer. He ensured the effectiveness of what he had established that they continue. He assured, ensured the effectiveness of what he had it continue. He was a sustainer. He kept things in order. He made sure that the things that he had established and he had cultivated, they continued. So he was a sustainer. Luke 15 and 12 says that the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. Now this very scripture here brings me to a point. And it really fascinates me because we always talk about the younger son and him getting his inheritance. Now, the text brings us to a sudden and an unusual request by the younger son. The younger son is having a sudden and an unusual request of the father. He is asking the father, Father, can you give me the portion that falls to me? Now, reading the text, I realized not only that the younger son got his portion, but the older son got his as well. There is a word in there that really jumped out at me, and, 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 and it's probably for another time. He says in the 12th verse, he says, And he divided unto them his living, them which is plural, doesn't say that he divided unto him. He said he divided unto 
them. But that's for another time. That's for another time and another topic. His request was unusual for several reasons. One of the things was that he was the youngest son. He was the youngest son. And the other thing was his father was still alive. His father was still alive. This is an insulting request. Because the father is still alive. And you're asking for your portion. Even this unusual insulting request. The wise father still granted it to him. Because he is a wise father. He still granted to him an unusual, unusual and insulting request. The passage uh, of text is known as the lost son or the prodigal son. The word prodigal means reckless, foolish, and extravagant. The word prodigal means reckless, foolish, and extravagant. In the text, it presents the young reckless son who has won no experience. So he is unaware of what it is to build. If you're not familiar with what's around you, how can you? Number two, he is hasty. So cultivating is not something that he is interested in. And how can you cultivate when you don't even have time? And the other thing that the son was, he was impulsive. He was impulsive, so there was really nothing to sustain because he was not familiar he had no time, so he could not sustain because he is important. Uh, since timing is everything, we find that the reckless son has a timing issue. It's making sudden misplaced focus movement. He's making uh, a sudden misplaced focused movement. We can say that the, the, the reckless son had a timing issue. It fascinates me that the wise father would give to this young reckless son what he asked him for. Knowing the premature timing and the reckless son's nature and his limitation. Knowing the premature timing and the reckless um, son's limitation. Because he was limited because he had no experience. He was hasty and he was impulsive. So touch yourself and say to yourself, timing is everything. I want you to touch yourself, shake yourself and rock yourself and say, self, timing is everything. The verse brings us to the consequences of the reckless son's sudden and premature movement. He wasted his substance. He spent all of his money so he spent his friends. So his friends were not friends. They were just like money. Just like when you spend your money, it goes away. He spent his friends and they went away. His identity was obscure. His identity was obscure. The text lets us know that the reckless son found himself eye to eye with a swine. In Leviticus 11, chapter in the 17th verse, it lets us know that the Jewish culture, swines were unclean. But he found himself face to face with a swine. 
How do you go from not touching a thing and considering it unclean in your culture to almost sharing a meal with it? This had to have been a defining moment for the reckless son, for him to come to grips with his identity versus where he was. Speak to yourself and say to yourself that my present condition is not a prison. I want you to say to yourself, my present condition is not a prison. Say to yourself, my present condition is not a prison. I believe as the reckless son gazed into the eyes of the swine and he was about to share a meal with the swine, he had an inward conversation that sounded something like this. Timing is everything, but timing can cost you everything. Let me encourage you on today that timing is everything. Oh, hallelujah. Touch yourself. Slap yourself high five and say timing is everything. My brothers and sisters, no matter where you are, how much hell you are going to, how difficult it may be, the experience that you're going through, God the wise father had planted you here to cultivate you, to build you, and as a wise father, he watereth you with the word. God has placed you in that position so that he can cultivate you, that he can cultivate you, that he can cultivate you, that he can build on you, and mature you, and then water you with the word. The Psalms in the first chapter, the third verse, it says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that bring forth is fruit in a season. He said the leaves also shall not wither and whatsoever you do shall prosper. Touch yourself again and say timing is everything. Where God places you is everything. I want you to know that timing is everything. Ecclesiastes the third chapter and the first verse says to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Touch yourself and say timing is everything. I want to encourage you on today that if you made a premature misplaced movement, no matter what happens, nothing happens outside of God. Timing is everything. Let me say that again. Nothing happens outside of God because timing is everything. Let me encourage you on this morning that God is not bothered by time. God is not bothered by time. We are. God is not bothered by time. We are bothered by time. Why God is not bothered by time is because God does not live in time. Or God is not subject to time. Because God is an eternal God, time is wrapped up in God. Time is that space between start and complete. And in the middle of start and complete, it is your life and your purpose. So God is not bothered by time. We are bothered by time, but I want you to know that your timing is everything. Touch yourself and say timing is everything. Romans 8 and 28 says, and we know, 
Romans 8 and 28 says, And we know that all things work together for good for them that love God and that are the called according to his purpose. And we know that the good, the bad, the ugly, the things that you won't want to deal with, the things that you want to deal with, works together for good if you love the Lord and you're called according to his purpose. You will go through some things, but know this, the timing is everything. Timing is everything. I'm, I'm not referring to the Kronos. I'm not referring to Kronos. Because Kronos is a theoretical time. Kronos would tell us that it's after 10 a.m. That is Kronos. And we will use Kronos to make appointments. We will use Kronos to time where we're going to go. How long we're going to stay there. But I'm not talking about Kronos. I'm talking about about Kairos. I'm talking about God's time. I'm talking about in the fullness of time. I'm talking about when things are ready, when things are right, when things are fulfilled, when things are matured. Timing is everything. No matter where you are, God needs you to be there to cultivate you, to groom you, to water you with his word and watch you come forth. Everything that he's ordained for you to be. Touch yourself. Slap yourself. High five. And say timing is everything. I want to encourage you to stay where God has planted you. Because timing is everything. God's timing supersedes our timing. The things that you're dealing with. You have to deal with it. Because God is perfecting you in his timing touch yourself and say timing is everything my brothers and sisters one of my mentors Dr. Rudolph K. Roberts would always say son time spent waiting on God is never wasted time Time spent waiting on God is never wasted time. <clears throat> you may feel like it's not happening fast enough. But time spent waiting on God is never wasted time. Psalms 119, 71 and 72 says, It is good for me that I have been afflicted. That I may learn thy statutes, thy laws of thy mouth is better unto me than a thousand gold and silver. I want to encourage you that timing is everything. Yes, timing is everything. First Peter 5 and 10 says, But the God of all grace, who hath called us into his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, he would make you perfect. He would establish you, strengthen you, and settle you. So touch yourself and say, Timing is everything. Jeremiah 29 11 says for I know the plans that I have towards you said God they are plans of peace and not of evil but to 
give to you unexpected and tell yourself that his timing is everything. God has already predetermined where you're going to go, how you're going to get there because timing is everything. If the son could only know what he would have to deal with, he might not have dealt with what he dealt with. Pay attention to this one thing. A seed cannot be cultivated unless first the one that is planting the seed deposits that seed into the ground. After he deposits the seed into the ground, then he covers the seed up with mess. He <laughs> said, why do you say mess? Well, in, in the world of planting, one of the ways of providing nutrients to a tree is to use manure, which would be animals' mess. So that seed has to be inserted into the ground or deposited into the ground, covered in mess. Then it has to be watered. In order for it to come forth, that everything that's on the inside of that seed that is locked up can be realized in this earth. The wise father did one thing. He was cultivating his son. He was building his son. His son didn't see it like that because he wanted to move at a rapid pace. And did not realize that timing is everything. Well, we may look at the scripture and say, hey, it's easy for you to talk about the timing of God and God doing this. There is nothing that happens outside of God. Nothing at all that happens outside of God. Bas basically, where God takes you from and where you end up is a part of your maturing process. There are things that you must go through. You must go through to see the manifestation of God in your life. You will come to a place where your identity will be challenged. But something on the inside that connects you to your God, something on the inside that connects you to your Father, your DNA will not allow you to stay there. Because timing is everything. Let me encourage you today. If you've gone far away from God, if you've made missteps and premature movements, that God is still cultivating you. God still has his arms wide open and he wants you to be built. He wants to cultivate you and he wants to sustain you. Know this one thing that timing is everything. Not chronos timing. Not the theoretical timing. Not the timing on your watch that you make appointments with. But the kairos timing. God's timing when God is going to place you in the right place at the right time when you are ready to receive what he has for you. Let me encourage somebody else that may be dealing with a situation where you're in ministry and God begins to use you and God begins to use you in a specific way and you have gotten puffed up and someone says, well, you should do this. Well, you should, should do that. Well, you should do that. 
Know this one thing, that you should stay where you're planted. God planted you there for a specific reason. Have you ever seen a seed that told the farmer or the sower, take me out of the dirt? It's, it's, it's too hot in here. It's too dark in here. It's too lonely in here. It's too cold in here. There's too much mess on the top of me. Because I don't want to be here. But what happens with that seed is that seed stays there for the allotted time until the metamorphosis takes place. The transformation takes place. The maturity takes place. And then they spring up into what God has called for them in their lives. And what God has called for you in your ministry. Don't be moved by premature and sudden movement. Because timing is everything. God's timing supersedes Kronos. God's timing supersedes Kronos. Because God's timing is the right time. God's timing is the fullness of time. God's timing is the Kairos moment. Don't be fooled. Don't be moved. Because timing is everything. The young son did one thing. He was reckless. He was foolish. He was extravagant. He made a sudden movement. He made a premature movement. But one thing that this son realized. That timing is everything. But timing can cost you everything. Let me say that again. Timing is everything. But timing can cost you everything if you move in god's time you will receive everything that god has for you but if you move outside of god's time then where you are will cost you a world of hurt a world of pain almost like island Iverson's crossover but know this one thing that timing is everything God bless you, my brothers and sisters. I am so grateful that you've joined in with us today to share a time in the Word of God as we explore the fact that God's time, Kairos, is everything. But our Kronos can cost us everything. Timing is everything, but timing can cost you everything. We're so glad to have you with us on today. And we're so grateful for all of you joining with us. Our local family, the Bethel Emmanuel Temple Church of God in Christ family. We're located at 106-23154th Street, Jamaica, New York, 11433. And we bless God for our global family. Those of you joining us all over the world, our virtual family. We bless God for you. We bless God for all of you sitting and sharing with us on today for this time in the word of God. God is still worthy. He's still awesome. If it is your time of tithing on this week, we know that we have our GiveLified app. For those of you that is your, your week of tithing, you can give via our electronic 
and giving math methods that will be printed on the screen um, through your due diligence to the household of faith. We bless God for all of you joining in with us. We thank God for our bishop, Bishop Curtis Bernard Sexton, prelate for our Guyana ecclesiastical jurisdiction, along with Sir Nam. We bless God for you all sharing this time in the Word of God with us on today. I am so excited that you've joined in with us. You shared with us a time in the Word of God as we explored that timing is everything. God bless you all and join us again next Sunday at this very time, 10 a.m. Also join in with us at 9 a.m. for our Sunday school on Facebook Live as well as Zoom with our uh, Elder George Giddings and Evangelist Joanne Giddings. Every Sunday at 9 a.m. our Sunday school is going for. But 10 a.m. on next week, I'm telling you, be here at 10 a.m. and you will receive a word from the Lord. As we delve into a time in the Word of God, I can assure you that you will be blessed to the preached word, the delivered word of God. We're excited for you joining in with us. We hope that we inspired you on today to not move quickly, but to stay where God has planted you. And God's timing is everything. Let us bow our heads in a word of prayer. God, we thank you and we bless you for these, your people. Father God, for the word that you set forth today, that timing is everything. God, let us not be hasty in our movements, God. But let us wait on you. Wait for you to cultivate our moment, God. Wait for you to water us, God, with your word, God. That we would spring forth and be matured in you, God. And understand that our timing is everything. Father God, let us be calculated, God. Father God, let us be intentional with our movement, God. Father God, let us ask you before we move, God. Because we understand that it's in you that we live and we move and we have our being, God. Father God, we bless you for these, your people, Father God, that have joined with us today, God, to hear from you, God, what you had to deliver to your people. We bless you, God, for them right now as they go throughout the week, Father God, even in this pandemic, God. Father God, let them understand. Let us understand that your timing is everything. The things that you're about to do, Father God, will blow our minds if we wait on you and we allow you to fulfill what you're doing in our lives. We bless you for your people right now, God. Father God, let your word, Father God, according to Isaiah 55 and 10, be bread to the eater and seed to the soul, God. And we give you glory and we praise you for it now. In Jesus' name, we thank you for joining in with us. We bless God for you. I am Elder Andy Smith. I serve as the assistant pastor for the Bethel Emanuel Temple Church of God in Christ family. Join in with us again on next week uh, for a time in the word of God. I'm so grateful for you joining with us, with us. We are a virtual family, a global family. Even from the Bahamas, I see my cousin in here. God bless you, Newton, uh, for joining in with us. As always, I appreciate your support. All of our Bethel Emmanuel Temple family, I bless God for um, 
Minister Robert Dangle, my brother, bless God for you. Uh, all of you that stayed and joined in with us, I hope you've been blessed by the word of God and hope you take what God has given for you today, that you will carry it out throughout the week. We thank God for, I see Brother Marty Hodges, um, I also see Elder Arnell Franklin is always with us. God bless your pops. Uh, you know, he's always supporting um, ministry. We, we bless God for you all. Join us again next week at 10 a.m. Same place, same station for a time in the Word of God. Know this one thing, that timing is everything.